If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana. Statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we're just getting up and rolling here on Montana Talks here on this Monday morning. I, as I was getting ready uh, here, you know, I was uh, listening in on some of the national news this morning. Uh, I, I uh, replayed uh, Fox News Sunday. Haven't, haven't been uh, listening to that as faithful as I used to, but I listened to that one yesterday, and that was that, that John Kirby guy was on there floating all over the place like a China spy balloon. Uh, it's like, okay, on to something next then they had general jack keen on he was uh he was interesting and, and anyways but but this morning i you know i usually try to get, you know keep it here to the latest national news in the background while i'm prepping for the show as well so sometimes I'll, I'll play fox and friends on in the background but i thought nah you know what i'm i'm gonna give that one a pause this morning uh, i'm gonna replay some of the uh friday evening uh, primetime shows instead because you know you can tell what it's going to be all day long on the national news today it's going to be all joe biden all ukraine all day long and and so i'm sorry can i can i just put out a different thought than what than what's going to be blanketing the the airwaves across the country for most of the day i don't know maybe some of the other national talk show guys uh, will make this same point here later today as well but they're making it sound like, oh, Joe Biden's in, in, in Ukraine. This is a very, very risky trip. Now, look, it doesn't matter where the president of the United States goes. It's a risky trip, right? Because you're the president of the United States and there's nut jobs everywhere, right? So even just a, a, a walk one block away from the White House can be a risky trip. Then again, uh, at Joe Biden's age, just a walk down the hallway can be a risky trip as well. Okay, I know somebody was going to make that point. Sorry if I beat you to the punchline on that one. But here's the thing: is is a trip to the reason why they're saying, they're suggesting that well, Joe Biden's showing up in in Kiev or Kiev. I've already heard it pronounced two different ways this morning, just like Palestine or Palestine, Ohio. I've heard it pr- pronounced two different ways this morning. Is it really that much more of a risk for Joe Biden to be in Ukraine right now than it is for him to be anywhere else in the world right now? He'd probably be in more danger in Chicago right now. Now, I'm I'm not saying that I'm not downplaying the threat to the Ukrainian people. But the point that I'm making here is why would Joe Biden be at greater risk in Ukraine than he would be anywhere else in the world? They're suggesting that somehow, because because Ukraine is at war with Russia, that somehow all oh, Russia would love to take a shot. This is Russia's chance because they're already at war with Ukraine, and now Joe Biden happens to be in Ukraine. Oh boy, I tell you, he's a great danger right now. It's a war zone after all. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry, but you know, until Joe Biden became president, and when Donald Trump was still president. Russia wasn't getting away with this BS. Russia wasn't invading other countries while Donald Trump was president of the United States. Yeah, he did it while Obama was president, but you've got the second coming of the Obama presidency right now. And so the, the point being that, that 
I think the argument can be made that that being in Ukraine is one of the safest spots for Joe Biden to be in, unless there was some, you know, uh, ticked off Ukrainian who was who was mad that that uh, that that Joe Biden didn't give them what they needed when they needed it. And Joe Biden, with his weak foreign policy as a president of the United States, invited this invasion of Ukraine. But if you're if you're Vladimir Putin, I mean, let's be honest, if you're Vladimir Putin, well, it's in your interest to keep Joe Biden in power as president of the United States. It's in your interest to keep to keep Kamala Harris in power as the vice president of the United States. You don't want a Donald Trump. You don't want a Ron DeSantis. You don't want a Nikki Haley. You don't want a Christy Noem. You don't want a Greg Gianforte. You know, I mean, pick your, your, your name on the potential 2024 list. I'm not suggesting that Greg Gianforte is running for president in 2024. I'm just saying you can pick any other leader that Vladimir Putin would not want to have in the position of president of the United States. He is more than happy to have Joe Biden in there uh, just, uh, just uh, bankrupting America dragging this thing on and on and on and on and you know and then and then putin basically has has basically enriched his country off the oil prices because uh, joe biden immediately you know when the moment he came into power in office basically propped up uh, the russian oil producers they made a, a boatload of money off their oil shut down domestic producers here in america the big guys are doing all right though because the big guys get to benefit from the big the big sky high prices and so, yeah, the broader point here is is this was not a risky trip for Joe Biden today because Vladimir Putin uh, is is benefiting from a weak president of the United States, plain and simple. All right. Hate, hate to burst anybody's spy balloon on, and bubble on that one. But uh, I, I just think that's 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 the honest truth. And and I know I know the Biden team is desperate to make him look tough today. Walking the streets of Kiev or Kiev, however the mainstream media wants to pronounce it today, but but look, he, the only reason he's doing this trip to try to look tough right now is because of the the outright complete weakness that was on display with this whole China spy balloon saga. Uh, by the way, speaking of the China spy balloon, uh, Larry Mayer from the Billings Gazette joined us on Friday's show. If you missed it, uh, full audio uh, is now on our Montana Talks website. Got a little write-up for you as well. Had a good time uh, chatting with uh, with Larry on Friday's show. We talked about uh, his latest article. Uh, they were going to publish it today. But because uh, they had a bunch of anonymous sources uh, in the U.S. military and, and they say uh, Montana military sources as well that were telling them that, 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 yes, there was a plan to shoot the China spy balloon down over the Beartooth Mountains. Uh, but, the, but they ended up not carrying out that plan uh, for, for various reasons. And so the, that big story was going to was going to break today. But they decided to break it this past Thursday after uh, Joe Biden's remarks uh, last week as well. So, uh, so we we you know got a chance to chat with Larry Mayer in studio, and uh, he shared some uh, some funny Tom Cruise stories and more as well. So, full audio with Larry Mayer now on our Montana Talks podcast on the app, or go to montanatalks.com. You'll find it right there very quickly too. Follow in this man's baby steps, and you too can give your debt-free scream. Dave Ramsey, each weeknight starting at 9 on News Talk 103.3 and AM 970. It's not too early to talk to your child about drinking. For tips on what to say, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. 
With the Daybreak Ag Report on the Western Ag Network, I'm Lane Nordlund. Right before the weekend, the United States Forest Service announced that it will commence lethal removal of a stray cattle in New Mexico's Gila forest and wilderness areas beginning this week. It was just over a year ago when the Forest Service did their first round of aerial gunning of the stray cattle in the wilderness area. In a statement, the Forest Service says they consider the cattle to not be domesticated and that they pose a threat to public safety and that these cattle are not authorized to be where they currently are located. Wyoming-based lawyer Karen Bud Fallon is representing the New Mexico Cattle Growers Association and other stakeholder groups against the federal government. And she said these actions by the U.S. Forest Service could impact federal lands grazers across the West. This is a horrible decision from a legal standpoint and from a political and policy standpoint. The Forest Service is planning on going out and using wildlife services to airily slaughter 65 head of livestock and just leave them lay where they drop in the Gila wilderness. Those livestock last year when they were shot, some of them died in actually the Gila River. We had livestock dying in riparian areas. Some of those animals were gut shot which meant that they suffered as they died. Some of them had their legs shot off, and this is a horrible precedent to set. Bud Fallon says the Forest Service is surpassing New Mexico state law and other regulations put in place to protect livestock grazers on federal lands. Legally, there is no legal authority for the Forest Service to shoot cattle, period. There is authority for the Forest Service to round up cattle, try to get their owners to take them back. There is precedent for the Forest Service to claim those animals and sell them so that they can recoup their costs. And the Forest Service is refusing to do either of those options. The Forest Service would rather just swoop a helicopter in and airily gun down these livestock. The U.S. Forest Service says they will commence aerial operations this Thursday, February 23rd, and run for four days straight. Read more about this at westernagnetwork.com. Building an active and wholesome lifestyle involves taking small but mighty steps to achieve that goal. Beef contains essential nutrients like protein, iron, zinc, and B vitamins that help in fueling each little step. So take a step toward your goals with beef. Achieve more with beef. Learn more about beef's essential nutrients at beefitswhatsfordinner.com. Funded by beef farmers and ranchers. Take a trip to the grocery store, and you'll pay record high prices for food, while multinational corporations rake in massive profits. Meanwhile, the farmer's share of the food dollar is only 15 cents. Farmers Union is fighting for laws in the Farm Bill, like a competition title that promote fair markets. A healthy and vibrant food system is possible, but we can't get there without fairness for farmers. Visit fairnessforfarmers.org, paid for by National Farmers Union. 
It is National FFA Week, and whether you wore the blue corduroy jacket or support the future of agriculture as an alumni or supporter, this is a time where we can come together and support our local, state, and national FFA chapters. And a way you can pay it forward this week is by participating in Give FFA Day. It's this Thursday, February 23rd. Your contributions will support FFA members, teachers, and programs that embody the FFA vision. For more, visit FFA.org. I'm Lee Northland, Western Ag Network. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, honest question that just came up. I was, I was thinking here as I was scanning through my uh, stack of stuff here this morning. Has Joe Biden been to East Palestine, Ohio yet? Has, has he been to East Palestine, Ohio yet? I was just wondering. They were probably, you know, they might be thinking, ah, you know, let's send him to Ukraine. He's much safer in Ukraine than he would be uh, uh, with the uh, ticked off folks in uh, in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, yeah, looking at a, a few different headlines here this morning. Uh, great headline from thefederalist.com. I still need to give this one a read here during, during the breaks, but uh, this is a piece by Evita Duffy Alfonso. Corrupt New York Times freaks out over gas stoves, but then downplays a poisonous chemical spill in Ohio. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Is it's just another reminder of all of these uh, of all of these hypocrites that call themselves environmentalists, but you know as well as I do, they're just in it for the money. They're just in it to cash in. They're, they get all their they get all their uh, environmental buddies whipped up into a frenzy about you know fantasy theories, fantasy threats. But then when a real world threat is staring them in the face, a real world threat to the environment, they're like, ah, no, sorry, uh, not focused on that. Yeah, see, our our buddies at BlackRock don't care, so we don't care. Uh, DailyWire.com has another interesting story here. So apparently, a Democrat senator, Sherrod Brown. Uh, from Ohio was on one of the Sunday morning talk shows. Let's see, was it ABC or CBS? Is there any difference between the two? Uh, anyway, it looks like my printout may have uh, may have uh, clipped out the, a portion of of the text here, but basically of showing which uh, which Sunday morning show he was on. But he was asked a question, pretty good question, right? Because because it sounds like he was kind of downplaying uh, the concerns of the folks in East Palestine, Ohio. He was uh, following the the Biden EPA party line. See, because not only uh, has Biden largely been absent on the East Palestine, Ohio uh, train derailment uh, and chemical response story, but so is his EPA administrator. So has Pothole Pete. Uh, Jason Chaffetz was filling in for Sean Hannity on Friday night. I love that line he used for uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Called him Pothole Pete, which I got to say, Tim and Savage, I, I I like that nickname better than than our buddy John Jackson's nickname for Pete Buttigieg. Whatever he says, the Buttigieg nickname, I'm like, oh man, why did I even bring up uh, Pothole Pete to with uh, with John Jackson in the studio? I was just asking for that one, but he, but uh, yeah, Jason Chaffetz, former Utah. Uh, congressman called him pothole pete a uh, Buttigieg. and uh and you know they've all been mia here uh and and anyway so senator sherrod brown he's he's he sounds like a a john tester of ohio you know where you pretend to look tough you pretend to look like you're going to bat for the people in your state but really you're just running cover for the biden administration anyway whoever whoever sunday morning show he was on yesterday according to this daily wire write-up they asked him, okay, so you're trusting the word coming out of the EPA here, basically. 
So, so uh, Senator Sherrod Brown, would you drink the water? Would you drink this water? Oh, oh, anyway, I'll, I'll share the response from uh, the uh, the John Tester of Ohio after this. This is the Fox News Alert. I'm Ann Carrick. President Biden making a surprise visit to Kiev, Ukraine with a promise before his departure. Today, that announcement includes artillery ammunition for HIMARS and howitzers, more javelins, anti-armor systems, air surveillance radars to help protect Ukrainian people. It was his first war zone visit as president. February the 24th marks the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion. Tensions between China and the U.S., Secretary of State Antony Blinken meeting with his Chinese counterpart this weekend. We have information that gives us concern that they are considering providing lethal support to Russia in, uh, in the war against Ukraine. And it was important for me to share very clearly with, with Wang Yi uh, that this would be a serious problem. Blinken on ABC's This Week yesterday. The meeting follows the takedown of a Chinese spy balloon off the coast of South Carolina. America's listening to Fox News. Uh, yeah, yeah. Joe Biden wants you to forget about that whole China thing. No, no, no. Forget about China. Forget about the threat of the communist Chinese. Uh, no, 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 no. That's why he had to make this trip uh, to Kiev, as we just heard in the dong Fox News alert there uh, 60 seconds ago. Yeah, very interesting. You know, you, you look at the two Ohio senators. They've got one Republican now, newly elected Republican Senator J.D. Vance, the Trump-backed uh, candidate there. He's standing up for the people. He's he's skeptical of what the Biden EPA is throwing out here when it comes to the water in East Palestine, Ohio. And then you got Sherrod Brown, uh, basically, who's the the water boy for the Biden administration. Kind of like how John Tester is the water boy for the Biden administration from Montana. I mean, I mean, look at look at uh, look at China spy balloon here for a second. And then we'll we'll talk. We'll we'll pivot it to East Palestine, Ohio. China spy balloon. You had you had you know you had elected officials here in Montana, like Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke, right off the bat say shoot that thing down. You had uh, Governor Gianforte saying, yeah, we would have taken the shot. You had uh, you know Congressman uh, Rosendale. Uh, I think he said he would have taken the shot too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think he he uh, pulled up some of his old footage of where he was shooting down a drone in a campaign commercial. So they all all the Republicans, the, the other senator uh, from Montana said, yeah, shoot this thing down. What are you thinking here? But but where was John Tester? Oh, it's quiet, quiet, quiet. And then when he finally gets to be the big boy in charge of the subcommittee hearing, he takes shots at his fellow Montana delegation members for wanting to shoot the China spy balloon down. Looks like Sherrod Brown is the John Tester of Ohio here. So he was asked, would you drink the water in East Palestine by the Sunday guest host, Pamela Brown? Now, she should have just stopped there, but she added a second part. And do you think the officials there who are saying that it's safe, they should drink the water, too, to show the residents that they would drink it? Uh, anyway, he says, well, I think they are. I mean, I talked to the mayor. Uh, the mayor said definitively, emphatically, that people can drink the water. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but the mayor has said he would he would uh, he would drink this water. OK, but but did, did they not follow up? Did did Pamela Brown not follow up with him here? Because it looks like he never actually answered the question. No, Senator, would you drink the water? Would you drink the water? I don't think he ever answered the question. Meanwhile, though, Republican Senator J.D. Vance is not deferring to officials on the topic of water safety. After the EPA said uh, Wednesday that the water in the municipal well showed no quality concerns, Vance called on them to put the water where their mouth is. I think that if the EPA administrator wants to stand here and tell people that the tap water is safe, by all means... 
they should be willing to drink it. It, it makes you kind of wonder, doesn't it? You know, if, if the uh, Biden advance team, why wouldn't they send him to East Palestine, Ohio, to drink the water for himself? Is that too risky of a trip? But see, they send him to Kiev, Ukraine, and now they make it sound like he took this risky, bold move to go to Kiev, Ukraine. Again, Vladimir Putin does not want to see any damage done to Joe Biden because Joe Biden is helping Vladimir Putin. is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. You know, I had a, I had a great time yesterday, so uh, <laughs> I was kind of laughing. Went down the hall to fill up my uh, fill up my coffee cup. Here. I got a little late start on my uh, my coffee supply this morning, but uh, so we're we're a little more laid back here in the six o'clock hour. Usually we're running gun a little more fired up here. Apologize if I'm a little more laid back for you here this morning, but uh, anyway, filling up my coffee and I was thinking about it. I was like, man, because I, I I went roller skating yesterday with my daughter, and I haven't gone roller. Skating in a well, it's probably been a couple years at least, and I forgot how much fun roller skating is. And uh, anyway, uh, throw back to, to the days of when many of you were kids. I, I forget who I was talking with. I ran into a friend, and he was like, "Man, this was our generation. That's what you did when you were a kid. You went roller skating, and uh, you went to the indoor skating rink." But uh, but anyway, I, w- I was I was laughing as I was filling up my coffee cup because I was I was thinking about uh, so so yesterday. You know, our, our our eighth grader he went he went skiing with some friends. He went down to Red Lodge, went skiing with some friends, had a great time. And I'm sure there were a few spills. I'm sure that was <laughs> anyway. Multiple examples we can use now. So I'm sure there were a few a few tumbles on the ski hill yesterday for the eighth graders. And then uh, my wife and our oldest son they went to a new movie that he wanted to go see. So that they had fun doing that. And then I uh, got to go uh, got to go roller skating with with my daughter yesterday. And uh, you know, church had a, had an event at the uh, at the skating rink and. And went to Skate World and had a great time, but uh, but anyway, I was I was laughing during the break because you know when you go when you go roller skating and there's all those little kids there and they haven't uh, went skating before and it's just like crash they're they're falling all over the place they're whacking into stuff they're whacking into each other same thing on the ski hill to a certain extent too you know and you know uh, the kids are going off some jumps they're taking a few spills they're taking a few tumbles. And I was just laughing as I was filling up my coffee because I was like, you know, here's the media just going all all Joe Biden in Ukraine all day long. Very risky trip. Very risky trip. And I'm like, okay, give me a break here. Uh, These little kids at the skate park had a riskier trip at the indoor skating rink had a riskier trip yesterday. The kids on the ski hill had a riskier trip yesterday than Joe Biden going to Ukraine. Uh, with all the great security, they de- deservedly so, right? Uh, no matter who who our, our our leader is at the time, they you know they deserve this. But again, going back to this point, that this suggestion that somehow Vladimir Putin would have a target on Joe Biden's back when he enters Ukraine, are you kidding me? You think Vladimir Putin wants somebody other than Joe Biden in the White House right now? Uh, more importantly, you think Xi Jinping, which is ten times the power of a Vladimir Putin, you think Xi Jinping? Wants somebody other than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris right now? 
I mean, their border policy, uh, their, uh, so much about this administration is the laughing stock of the world right now. Do you think he's at risk? I, 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 like I say, I hate to hate to throw you know cold water on the the hot news coverage here on a Monday morning. It's going to be all all keep all the time today. But look, at the end of the day, if Donald Trump were still the president of the United States, we wouldn't be talking about an anniversary of a war in Ukraine because Vladimir Putin would have invaded Ukraine on Donald Trump's watch in the first place. And. And all this talk, you know, one of the this was actually the one of the more interesting questions was the very first question that Shannon Bream threw out to this John Kirby character on Fox News Sunday yesterday. She was talking about a force majeure. Basically, she was and I, I want to find out what her source was for this question. It's got to be like a Wall, Wall Street Journal piece or something like that. But basically, it was all these kind of. Ukraine war hawks, people who, you know, who see uh, Putin as a threat and, and are disgusted by what Putin has done in Ukraine. And the point that they were making, the point behind her question was that basically – I should have snagged the audio for you, but we got a bunch of other great stuff to come. Don't worry. But the point that she was making is that, is that basically Joe Biden didn't do enough early on to, to halt this invasion, and, and I would add to even block it in the first place. And so, so now he's just uh, s- slow rolling out this support, and at the same time, kind of uh, b- basically, he's he's just uh, he's you know bankrupting our country. We're depleting our munitions, we're depleting our supplies, and making us but more vulnerable uh, to the threat of the communist Chinese. And so, the so then Kirby got all defensive. It was like, oh no 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 no. The, 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 the coalition is strong. Our European, our NATO allies are we're, we're all united and we're all in this together, blah, blah, blah. Well, then why aren't they picking up a greater share of the tab for all those people, uh, both Republicans and Democrats alike, who were talk about aid to the Ukraine? If you truly care about aid to the Ukraine, then why in the hell is Europe not picking up a greater share of the tab? Why are we paying more than everybody else? Uh, than all of the European countries combined. Why are we paying such a greater share here when it's it, it's in their own backyard and they're and, and they're talking of you know how Poland even could be at risk two years from now? Okay, well then why aren't they picking up more of the share of the tab and why aren't we securing our own borders when we're defending the border of another country? I, I mean it's again like like if if you truly think that this is as important as you say that it is then why aren't you doing what Donald Trump did when Donald Trump strengthened NATO when Donald Trump said hey Europe you need to pick up your share of the tab here and then they did Donald Trump strengthened NATO and then what else did Donald Trump do he did what Joe Biden and Barack Obama refused to do Eight years that they were in power, and he actually gave lethal assistance to arm the Ukrainians and to try to, you know, thwart an invasion. And if it wasn't for the assistance that Donald Trump provided pre-invasion, where would they have been? Would Zelensky even still have been there? And so, all these people who pretend to care so much about Ukraine, and they got all the Ukraine uh, flag uh, social media profiles. They, 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 it's just straight up virtue signaling. It's no different than wear the ribbon. Wear this ribbon. Pretend that you care. 
uh, they're, they're screwing up everything. Uh, General Jack Keane, uh, he was on Fox News Sunday. He talked about the China spy balloon. He describes it as a reminder and a wake-up call on the threat to the communist Chinese. But see, uh, now, Joe Biden, he did this trip to, to Ukraine because he wants you to forget all about China and the China spy balloon. I think, I mean, the spy balloon incident, uh, certainly I think it's a reminder to most and a wake-up call to some in terms of how serious China is as an adversary in seeking regional and global domination. I mean, the reality is that China entered 40 countries' airspace on five continents as a matter of routine. And it complements the huge surveillance program they've got going in the United States and the penetration of United States society on a level that this country has never seen. And add to that China's rapid military growth their nuclear program is exploding. This is a threat that's very, very serious. And we've got to make certain that we have a military deterrent to deal with that threat, which I believe has eroded significantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there was a report out just a, a few weeks ago from one think tank that went through all of this and said, basically, if we now get into an incursion with China over Taiwan, which there are predictions that that's going to happen sooner rather than later, we don't have the armaments, the military, the missiles, the things that we would need to actually handle a conflict like that. Is that your concern? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we have to move with a sense of urgency. I mean, when you just look at the numbers, China has more ships, more airplanes, more offensive, more defensive missiles than the United States has. And we are two weeks away by sailing to get to the region. So this is in their backyard, right off 100 miles off their coast. So yes, we need to return to the kind of effective deterrence we had with the Soviet Union and move with a sense of urgency to do that. And that is why I think the spy balloon, in a sense, can be a catalyst to galvanize what is really going on here. I think a lot of Americans were looking at a spy balloon that was looking at us and saying, what is going on here? Mm -hmm. And the answer is, this is a serious threat. And we've got to move in the right direction to protect ourselves. All right, that was General Jack Keane on Fox News Sunday, and he's right. And that's exactly why the Biden administration and his backers in the media want you to forget about it. They want, that's why they want you to move on. That's why the big, the big play uh, walking in the streets of Kiev today. All right, hey, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think people are wondering, hey, who are we going to have to fight for us, after, especially after they kicked thousands of troops to the curb? Who's going to fight for us? Well, let me tell you, at least on the ground here in Montana, uh, you've got somebody who will fight for you here locally if you've got a legal battle. Uh, if you end up, you know, if you get injured in a car accident that wasn't your fault or, you know, you've got a medical malpractice case that you're battling and you've been trying to do it on your own. Well, let me tell you what, the Montana advocates are local attorneys right here in Montana. They'll give you honest representation, free consultations. In fact, uh, you, you don't ever even cut them a check. You don't have to pay for their services because because they get paid after they collect for you. Uh, great folks. I got a chance to, to uh, meet up with Wendy. I served with her husband in the military back in the day, so she's a, a veteran spouse. Uh, you can go to a hold of her and her team. Go to MontanaAdvocates.com. MontanaAdvocates.com if you're looking for a lawyer on the ground who will advocate for you. Back right after this. Your morning espresso starts right here. It's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. In the 70s, Newsweek and, and, and these climate alarmists, they were telling us that an ice age was coming. That evolved into global warming. Then when that didn't occur, it just became a general climate 
change issue. New York Times said the most likely rate of rise, some experts say, most of the beaches on the east coast of the U.S. will be gone in 25 years by 2021. It's 2023, in case anybody wants to know. In 2006, Time magazine claimed that the earth was at a tipping point. We all should be very worried. This crap has been shoved down our throats. Our kids have been indoctrinated and lied to. The Green New Deal has nothing to do with anything green. It has everything to do with the radical socialism. And they're all lying to us. The Sean Hannity Show from coast to coast later today. Do you have more than $50,000 saved for retirement that you can't afford to lose? Biden's pro-inflation White House sent billions to Ukraine, burying U.S. in national debt while doing nothing to stop inflation and help our own country. Can your retirement survive crippling inflation and growing debt at the same time? If you have $50,000 or more saved for retirement, heed the warnings. Do something to protect yourself now. That's why, right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to protect their retirement savings from everything that's going on. So call 855-815-GOLD to get your free IRS loophole kit and see how you could protect your retirement savings while getting up to $10,000 in free silver for doing it. We could be looking at a future worse than 2008, so don't wait. Call Gold Co. today. Call 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. 21 and older, please keep out of reach of children. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest, Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Hey, hey I did I did want to give you an update, too, on, on a, uh, a very important story uh, that we uh, told you about on Friday morning's show. The Montana Highway Patrol releasing additional details about the Montana Highway Patrol trooper who was seriously injured on February 16th near Eureka. Trooper Lewis Johnson was struck by the suspect's vehicle while outside his vehicle attempting to apprehend the suspect. Trooper Johnson has been a trooper with the Highway Patrol for eight years and is stationed out of Eureka. He remains at Logan Health in Kalispell in serious but stable condition. Uh, Colonel Steve Lavin of the Montana Highway Patrol said, quote, the Montana Highway Patrol family is united in the support of Trooper Lewis and his family. He remains in our prayers. We are thankful for the outpouring of support we've received from Montanans and the law enforcement community during this time. Uh, I did shoot a note uh, also over to uh, Sergeant Jay Nelson. He is the uh, uh, public information officer for the Montana Highway Patrol who joined us in studio here recently. And uh, just to see if we've got any uh, additional updates here on this Monday morning. We've got a, a story from over the weekend on our Montana Talks website. The, also, if you go to my Twitter page, twitter.com slash Aaron Flint, there is a GoFundMe page that has been set up to help raise money uh, for uh, Trooper uh, for Trooper uh, Johnson or Trooper Lewis, um, uh, Lewis Johnson and his family. And so, but I know some of you may want an alternative to GoFundMe, you know, because GoFundMe takes a little cut of the proceeds. And then sometimes they've uh, 
you know, they've uh, basically have not helped uh, law enforcement, yet they've helped those attacking law enforcement. So there's there's a lot of problems with GoFundMe. So I'm going to see if we can track down a you know a bank you can call or an alternative to GoFundMe. But look, at the end of the day, hey, whatever it takes to get get support out to uh, to Trooper Johnson and his family is is the key here right now. But uh, yeah, maybe we'll have uh, more updates for you here later this morning. All right, back to it here uh, before we run out of time this hour of the show. We'll have uh, Evelyn Pyburn kicking off the seven o'clock hour so we get back to business with the big sky business journal but uh you know general jack king was talking about the china spy balloon being a reminder and a wake-up call to the american people uh let's see where did i have this there was a soundbite here from uh simon otaba the guy from the uh oh for some reason i'm not spotting it right in front of me here but anyway uh simon otaba he's the guy that uh, white house press secretary kareen jean-pierre never wants to talk about Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, it's the NBC Meet the Press clip. All right. So Simon Ateba, he's a, he's a black guy. He's from Africa. He's a, one of the White House reporters. But see, uh, that's exactly why they don't want to call on him. He, you know, he must not be gay. If he was black and he was gay, well, then, boy, I'll tell you, well, he'd still have to be a leftist. Yeah, you have to be black, gay, and a leftist in the Biden White House. So they don't want to hear from you. They do not want to call on you. Simon Ateba said this. Many ask, how, how was Joe Biden's administration able to see the Chinese spy balloons under President Trump after Secretary Blinken just said uh, that, uh, that following the Chinese spy balloon, the United States recalibrated our radars? And as a result, we saw more things that we weren't seeing in the past. Uh, and Simon Ateba asked for your reaction. Anyway, here's, a, here's a Secretary of State Antony Blinken on Meet the Press. What happened after that uh, was we recalibrated uh, our radars because this balloon program, based on information we have now, has been going on for some time. Um, in years past, we weren't necessarily looking uh, at the, the space in which this was happening. We recalibrated the radars, and as a result, we saw more things that we weren't seeing in um, in the past. Yeah, so, so the point that Simon Ateba is making here is, is uh, well, they're saying that, well, we saw all these spy balloons when Donald Trump was a president, but see, Donald Trump didn't want to do anything about it, which is pure BS, straight-up lie, right? But then on the flip side, they're like, well, well, now we're seeing all these things because we recalibrated our radars. Wait a minute, you're... Now you're telling us you're seeing the things that we already saw when Donald Trump was president because you changed something, so that's why you're seeing them now. But uh, uh, anyway, it's uh, like I say, these folks, they are living in the upside down. It's, uh, you know, food prices still astronomical, but they'll tell you they're going down. Anyway, back after this.